So here's today's transformational truth. The quality of your life and leadership will never exceed the quality of your thoughts. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Jeffrey and Nicola Smith are the lead pastors of Strong Tower Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Strong Tower is a thriving congregation located just south of Washington, D.C. Pastor Smith received a Bachelor of Science degree in finance from Bowling Green State University and a Master's in Organizational Leadership from Regent University. Pastor Smith has a passion for helping leaders push their vision forward and reach their next level. Listen, Pastor Smith and I had an incredibly intriguing conversation, and I'm excited to bring it to you today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in. So here's today's transformational truth. The quality of your life and leadership will never exceed the quality of your thoughts. If you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, you'll constantly produce a negative life. And today we want to help leaders break free from limiting mindsets. There are very real dangers associated with a limited mindset, one of which is its influence to retreat whenever life gets hard. Quitting, after all, can become its own mindset, a dangerous stronghold that serves to poison our divine purpose. Pastors and church leaders walk away emotionally from ministry long before they ever submit their resignation. And likewise, husbands and wives walk away from their marriages in their hearts way before they ever step foot into an attorney's office to file for divorce. And here helping us unpack today's transformational truth is Pastor Jeff Smith. Pastor, welcome to Transformational Truths. We're really honored to have you. Pastor Travis, thank you so much for the invitation and the opportunity to be with you here today. I've been looking forward to it, and I love your heart to help leaders and to assist them as we are leading in perhaps most, one of the most difficult times that we've ever led in. And so uh, thank you for this opportunity to come alongside you. Well, the feeling is mutual. Um, Dr. Sam Chan said, I need to meet this guy, uh, Pastor Jeff Smith, and that says a lot about you and your leadership. Um, many of our listeners are are very familiar with Dr. Chand and his work. And so you come highly recommended there, Pastor. So we've been excited to have you on. Um, Pastor, well, last... I know where I need to send the check to, right? <laughs> That's right. He'll be expecting it too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Pastor, um, last spring, in the midst of adversity, when COVID was still very fresh, and all of us thought, you know, we were on the back end of, you know, six weeks or eight weeks to stop the spread. Well, here we are, <laughs> right. um, you know, almost a year later. Uh, but at the very early end of that adversity, you spoke on this topic of growing in adversity. I mean, such an important conversation. And the mission of this podcast is to help eliminate the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. However, as you know, peace and joy have been a very challenging commodity to come by the past year or so for so many leaders. So here's the question. How does our mindset impact the way we navigate the difficult seasons of life? Fantastic. Um, 
just before I jump into that, let me sincerely say thank you to Dr. Chan for making this connection. Uh, he is uh, just a leader's leader, has been a tremendous blessing to my life, and uh, I'm grateful that uh, he's connected me with good people such as you. Pastor Travis, I think you ask a really important question. As I mentioned earlier, this last 10 to 12 months has for me personally been more challenging than any other season in my life as it relates to my leadership. Yeah. I would imagine many that are listening, that resonates with them as well. Uh, all of the change, all of the unpredictability, all of the uncertainty that we've dealt with, and it hasn't been in just one area, it has mm. been in a multitude of areas. Everything from pandemic to social unrest to economic upheaval, uh, dealing with our own emotional and mental well-being under all of this pressure, it's been a challenging time. And I think you pose a great question. Where then does our mindset fit into this whole piece? I think it's critical. You know, for our church, the verse that we stood on at the beginning of the year, our theme was grow for 2020. Mm. And we stood on the scripture, Psalms 92, verse 12, which says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow strong like the cedars in Lebanon. And I remember encouraging the church as uh, the pandemic began to unfold, as all of the events of last year began to unfold, that God's word is true, that even in the midst of adversity and challenge, God's people can grow. So I want to say this, I think the mindset has to be that we can grow even in the midst of adversity. As a matter of fact, I think we grow in ways quite differently in adversity than we do in times of comfort. Yeah. <laughs> in adversity, in challenge, in struggle, it has a way of pulling things out of you that you didn't even know you had. You find in adversity and in challenge, creativity, innovation, strength, stamina, perseverance, tenacity. I could go on and on, but many of those things aren't realized until you're in a situation like adversity to pull it out. Right. The word picture that we're given in Psalms 92 is that we will flourish like a palm tree. We can all envision a palm tree that when hurricane winds blow and when the harsh winds are upon it, the palm tree, it bends, but it doesn't break. It's a picture to us of, of even in harsh circumstances and in winds that are blowing contrary, that we can still stand strong. Likewise, with the cedar there in Lebanon, it grows at high altitudes, mountaintops where it is cold, uh, where mm. the winds again are harsh, yet it grows strong. It's a picture once again, that in adversity, we can stand and not just stand or survive, but we can thrive. So right. I love your question because the way we go right. into something determines how we come out of something. And we mm. got to have the right mentality that we can grow in adversity. Wow. Wow. That's so important and so encouraging. I think there's such a temptation in the middle of adversity. And as you said, I, I couldn't remember a time, Pastor, in my life and ministry where I wasn't just leading through adversity. I was leading through layers of adversity and um, they were coming in waves and you had to learn how to navigate that um, because there were so many first times for so many of us. 
uh, in 2020 and trying to learn how to navigate that. But leaning into it, Pastor Jeff, as you said, with the mindset that, you know what, I can, I can not only grow, I can actually thrive in this season. And I think you said something really important I want to highlight for our listeners. Um, you said that we grow in ways in adversity that you simply cannot grow in comfort. Um, I read one time uh, a few years ago that the depth of a root system for a tree uh, is greatly impacted by the winds and the storms that it had to endure. And that's actually what grounds it. That's actually what keeps it strong. And I've just discovered that in 2020, while there were very challenging times, there were times where I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to go away for a few days and be by myself, turn off your phone. I don't want to be bothered. You know, it was just so much at times. Honestly, at times it felt like it was too much. Yes. But in the midst of that too much, God was doing something in me that was grand that could have never been accomplished had I not been enduring that that season of difficulty. Um, and the picture of the palm tree is is incredible. Um, Pastor, one of the things that you shared is the two mindsets that we carry into these difficult seasons, difficult situations, which was super intriguing. I'm a huge fan of of mindset and limiting beliefs um, and um, speaking to that. You said, uh, number one, a fixed mindset, number two, a growth mindset. And could you take a moment and explain the difference between these two mindsets and why it is so important to embrace the right one? Yeah. You know, I really do believe in life that the level of your mentality will determine the level of your life. Mm. I don't believe a person can consistently live above the level of their thinking. And so thinking, mindset, mentality, attitude are extremely critical. Mm. And I find in life that many times the mentality or mindset that we have in life is a choice. You choose what kind of mentality you're going to take into a situation, what kind of mindset you're going to have in the circumstances that you find yourself in. And so when we talk about growth mindset and fixed mindset, it comes from the work that Carol Dweck did, Dr. Carol Dweck did, which she does a marvelous job of telling us the difference between the two. And I think the best way, or at least one of the ways to look at the difference is when you look at critical areas in life, the mentalities and mindsets will invoke a different response. Mm. So for example, when it comes to learning, a fixed mindset person uh, will uh, look at learning or approach learning as something that is static. It's almost the mentality that says, you know what, I can't really learn more. I can't grow intellectually. I'm right. kind of stuck. A growth mindset no, says, no, it's not static. I'm not stuck. I can learn. I can increase in the area of my thinking. Mm. You might look at the area of challenges. For a person that has a fixed mindset, they will tend to avoid challenge. Mm. <laughs> You know, and live a right. life that says, you know what, if there is an obstacle, if there is a roadblock, that must be an indication that I should not go any further. Hmm. A person that has a growth mindset 
will look at the same challenge and say, you know what, the challenge might be there, but that is not necessarily an indicator that this is all the further that I can go in life. They will embrace the challenge and see it as an opportunity for them to grow. Mm. So when we look at things like this, effort is another area. A person that has a fixed mindset will be an individual that sees effort as something that is um, maybe um, unproductive, won't be fruitful. Hmm. Why should I put forth in effort? Right. Usually when I try, things don't work out for me. When I try, hmm. I usually come up on the short end of the stick. Why put forth the effort? Why try? No. If you've got a growth mindset, you look at effort as a pathway to mastery and development and progress. So to answer your question, Pastor Travis, mentality and mindset are drastically different between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, and you see it in the way that they approach life. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Pastor, that's so rich, and you're, you're sharing some great transformational truth. In fact, that's a great time for me to give a shameless plug for my book that I just released this week, um, Seven Deadly Thoughts, uh, Conquer the Thoughts That Limit Your Life. And you you hit on something. One of the seven deadly thoughts that I, I highlight, Pastor, is um, the concept, if it were God's will, it would be easy. Um, I've discovered that has held a lot of great people back because the moment they hit a wall, the moment they hit difficulty, the moment they hit adversity, they rationalize, well, if it was God's will, this wouldn't have happened. In fact, I, I heard the story just last week of somebody who's starting their own podcast. After two podcasts, they said, well, we're not getting any traction, so they quit. And, and not realizing that there is a process and a journey and there's, there's some work that has to be done and there's some, you know, some grinding that has, to be, that has to be done in the process. And when we interpret God's will as easy, we'll miss the richest moments of our lives. Would you agree? So true. So very true. I know that book has got to be rich with content that is needful for all of us. Seven deadly thoughts, and certainly our thoughts can become deadly and detrimental. You know, when I think about growth mindset and fixed mindset, it, it, it is apparent even in the way people approach criticism and success. Mm. That's good. I'm listening to you and you're saying, you know, there's a couple, there's people that say, you know, I've done two podcasts and I didn't get any traction. So I just quit. Uh, it's interesting the way that people look at success. A fixed mindset person looks at somebody else's success as a threat. Uh, that's so good. They see somebody else succeed and they will interpret that as I'm inferior, I'm inadequate, I yeah. am less than, and they're yeah. intimidated. Rather, if you have a growth mindset, you can look at somebody else's success and actually it serves as motivation and inspiration. And you say to yourself, wow, if they can, I can. That's so good, it's Pastor. interesting the way people look at things. Just as you were mentioning, a person says, you know, I've got two podcasts under my belt. I don't have any traction. Well, another person will look at that same scenario and says, well, you know what? Those were opportunities for me to tweak and to fine tune right. my podcast. So it's better as I go forward. It's interesting right. how mentalities and mindsets change our perspective. You know, when I look at even constructive criticism, this is another key area that distinguishes the two. A person with a fixed mindset 
will receive constructive criticism and will interpret that negatively right. as somebody taking a shot at them. Right. Somebody with a growth mindset will take that same constructive criticism and say, you know what? I've maybe had a blind spot. I didn't know that was going yeah. on. It's an opportunity for me to grow and develop. So I'm just, I'm just concurring with you, Pastor wow. Travis, that mentality and mindset is key in order for us to progress and keep advancing in life. Wow, that's so rich. That's so rich. It's the, the idea, Pastor. Maybe we can just stop here for a second because you're you're really uncovering some gold that I think a lot of leaders can relate to. Um, you know, it's been said that um, comparison and, and competition, you know, are the are the twin uh, brothers of hell. I mean, they they inhibit so much growth in the kingdom of God, especially in our context of ministry. But it's not contextual, it's just a ministry. When I talk to people in the business world, it's the same story. Nobody's able to get ahead. Nobody's able to celebrate one another's success because we've embraced this fixed mindset where we see one another's success as a threat to our own value and our own identity. And you touched on that. And I think that's a needed conversation. I think now more than ever, I think, I think COVID and 2020 really uncovered a lot of um, limiting beliefs and limiting mindsets. Um, if we got our identity from what happens on Sundays, well, that, that identity went away pretty quick in 2020. Um, you know, suddenly we, re we discovered where we find our value and our worth. Could you just speak to that for a second? Um, because if there's one thing that I'm seeing inhibit the kingdom of God in the context of ministry. Now, for those that are listening, if you're not in ministry, just hold on a second. We'll get back to, we'll get back to our questions. But we've got pastors. We've got a lot of pastors and leaders that listen. What's at stake here when it comes to being able to celebrate each other's success? You know, I think what is at stake is the advancement of the kingdom. The reality is, is that everyone has a part to play and we need everybody to play their part. When we don't do that, we really do inhibit the progress and the advancement of the kingdom. We become less effective. Mm. Uh, it's, it's first Corinthians 12, right? Right around in there. It talks about how the hand can't say it's part of the, not part of the body and the foot can't say it's not a part yeah. of the body. And right. Right. I need the hand. I need the foot. Their roles are different. That's right. But they're necessary. They're needed. Mm. You brought something up, Pastor Travis, I think is so critical maybe for us to do a light touch on. As we're talking about limiting beliefs, I think one of the questions is, is how do those limiting beliefs arrive? How, how mm. do they find a place in our mind? Yeah. I think one of the ways is through comparison. And you mentioned that. Mm. Comparison is a cancer that eats away at our success. I find that many times mm. when I am comparing my gifts with someone else's gifts, comparing my opportunities with someone else's opportunities, comparing my platform with someone else's platform, when we begin doing that, it eats away at our success. And more importantly, it begins to eat away at our confidence. Mm. Because typically in comparison, you will end up on the short end of the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think what happens is 
particularly in an environment where we're inundated with social media and we're looking at one another's pics and we're looking at one another's highlight roles, what we do inevitably is we compare our worst day with someone else's best day. Ah, uh, that's so good. And when that happens, you always end up feeling lower than you did before you viewed that content. So we have to watch how we view content. We have to watch our motivation for viewing content. We have to watch that we don't allow numbers and metrics to paint a picture that many times is incomplete or sometimes inaccurate. What I'm trying to say is let's be wary of comparison because it will cause us to have limiting beliefs that hinder us from being everything that we're called to be. Uh, so good. So good. Just to recap for a moment for our listeners, Pastor uh, Jeff Smith is just sharing some transformational truths um, of his own today. Um, and to highlight uh, comparison will kill confidence. That is golden. And somebody needs to hear that comparison will kill confidence because you compare your worst day to someone else's best day. Wow. Um, Pastor, one of the points you made um, in that message was that a fixed mindset attempts to avoid challenges. Uh, you also said that when it comes to failure, a fixed mindset gives up as a response to failure, but a growth mindset persists in the face of setback and understands that failure is not final. Um, it is possible to get back up. Would you just take a moment and speak to that? I think for all of us on our leadership journey, the reality is we will experience failure. <laughs> right. If, if you haven't already experienced it, you haven't been leading that long. Anybody that has <laughs> led for any length of time has experienced failure, has experienced disappointment and setback. It's inevitable. I don't think we can make our lives failure proof. Yeah, it's that's part of good. the journey. That's good. I think if we accept the fact that failure is a part of the journey, it's going to be part of our story. Then the question becomes, well, what part is it supposed to play? And I think many times failure can be a teacher for us. Mm. Failure can be something that is transform transformational for us. If I look at the lives of great people, I don't see anybody who's achieved greatness that did not have to come back from a setback. So good. <laughs> if I look at anybody that has achieved any level of accomplishment, they've had to overcome a failure. Mm. I think one of the ways that we can look at it perhaps is this way, Pastor Travis, and that is there are always going to be seeds of success in the field of failure. Hmm. And so when we're going through times of failure, disappointment, and setback, look around in that field. <laughs> you will find that there's seeds of success in that field. There's lessons that can be learned. Mm. There are things that you can glean and gain in that season of failure that will be preparatory for your next season. So when I go through a time of failure, a time of setback, what I want to do is I want to pause for a moment and I want to look at that field and identify the seeds of success 
that can be gleaned mm. that season. I think it's very important also to, to, to just reiterate this, and I think we know this maybe intellectually, but we don't always embrace it for ourselves when we're walking through it. And that is failure is always an incident. It's never an identity. Oh, oh, that's, that's, Pastor Jeff, say that again, please. Failure is always an incident. It is never an identity. And I think what happens many times that hinders our progress and keeps us from advancing is when we allow failure to become an identity. Mm. Now we wear it as a label. Now we receive it as a tag. I'm a failure. I'm a mess up. I'm a mistake. No, failure is never an identity, never a label for you to carry, never a tag that you should allow somebody to put on your back. No, you are not a failure. You may have failed right. incident, but you, <laughs> you're a child of God. You, yes. you're more than a conqueror. You, mm -mm, you're chosen. You, mm -mm. You are not a failure. You may have failed. And so it's important, I think, to make that distinction. I think lastly, I would say this. When we talk about failure, I think it's important to remember that we serve a redemptive God. Yes. Which is to say he is able to redeem any failure, <laughs> any setback, any mistake. He can redeem the time. He can redeem people. He can redeem opportunities. So when we look at failure, never look at it as final. It does not have to be fatal because mm -hmm. the God that I serve is a redemptive God, and he's able to redeem even what looks like to have been a loss. Wow. Wow. So our listeners are going to have to hit rewind and listen to the last 60 seconds probably a few times this week and just sort of um, uh, keep this nearby for those moments that you feel like um, a failure. I want to just recap some things because you're, you're dropping gold and you're dropping it fast, Pastor. Um, so let me go back here. You said uh, failure can be one of our best teachers. You said there will always be seeds of success in the field of failure. You said failure is always an incident. It's never an identity, my goodness. And God will redeem any failure or setback or mistake. Incredible, incredible. Um, Pastor, for the leader that's listening, who's really discouraged maybe, and maybe they're on the verge of quitting. Maybe this last year has just been, they feel like it's been too much and they felt it in their office. They felt it in their ministry. They felt it in their marriage. They felt it. Uh, at home, they felt it in their money, and they're thinking about quitting. Or maybe they have quit, and they're listening to this, and they feel like they've just missed it. They feel like it's just too late for them to get it right. What would you say to that leader to encourage them today? Hmm. I would tell them this. Number one, it's never too late. It's never too late to get up and to start again. For so that leader that feels like you know what, I, I don't have what it takes to go on. I don't feel like I have the stamina, the strength to believe again. Let me tell you, it's never too late to believe again, to try again, to get up again, 
Let today be that day for you. It's never too late. Mm. I want to tell that leader that we need you. You're necessary. You're vital. And although you may feel inadequate, you may feel insecure, you may feel insufficient, the grace of God upon your life is sufficient. And we need you. Amen. (laughs) There are other destinies that are connected to you. There are futures that are connected to you. Somebody's tomorrow is waiting on what you do today. And so you're necessary. It's never too late. God is with you. You are not alone. And I would just offer the verse that the psalmist wrote when he said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I can can testify right here. 2020 was a year where there were many times (laughs) I felt overwhelmed, Hmm. outmatched. As you mentioned earlier, Pastor Travis, it wasn't as though we were dealing with one thing. We were dealing with a multiplicity of things. Just when you thought you got back up on your feet, whoosh, something else hit. Just when you kind of got that settled, whoosh, something else hit. Just when you think you got things in place, whoosh, it was something else. And there were times, quite honestly, Pastor Travis, I felt overwhelmed. Hmm. But I love what the psalmist says, it's in those moments, God, my prayer is lead me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lead me, lead me, guide me, Mm. direct me to the rock that is higher than I help me to find that foundation. Help me to find that place of security. Help me to find that anchor once again. And really that's my heart cry for leaders that are listening here today. Don't allow limiting beliefs. Don't allow failure to cause you to throw in the towel, to give up, to turn your back. You're necessary, you're needed, you're vital. I'm praying that in the midst of this season that you find yourself in, may that be your heart cry. Lord, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I believe God will do just that and you will find yourself on solid ground once again, able to lead effectively as we need you to. Yeah, amen. And I believe that as well, Pastor Jeff. The transformational truth we are tackling today is the quality of your life and leadership will never exceed the quality of your thoughts. If you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, you'll constantly produce a negative life. Pastor Jeff, where can people find you? Sure. So a couple of places uh, you can find me on social media, Jeff Smith Leadership, Facebook, as well as Instagram, and my website is jeffscottsmith.com. Jeffscottsmith.com is where you can find me on the web. And Jeff Smith Leadership is where you can find me for social media. Fantastic. If you'd like to connect with Pastor Jeff Smith, please check out the links that we've included for you in the show notes. And if Transformational Truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor. Take a moment, go to Apple iTunes, rate the show, write us a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Pastor Jeff, thank you so much for being with us today. Pastor Travis, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the great work that you're doing there in the local church and for the church uh, broader as well. Your encouragement, your insight is a blessing to many. So keep up the good work and thank you for the opportunity to 
to join faith with you and believe God for great things for all those that are listening. Well, thank you, Pastor. The feelings mutual. 